Welcome to Tech Radio Special Part 3, What is Wi-Fi? Follow to What is Wi-Fi Part 3. In the last episode, we talked about the disadvantages of Wi-Fi in standard and non-standard devices. In this episode, we'll be talking about unintended and intended use by outsiders and Wi-Fi versus amateur radio. All right, let's start out with unintended and intended uses by outsiders. Measures to deter unauthorized users include suppressing the AP's service set identifier, SSID, broadcast, allowing only computers with the known MAC addresses to join the network, and various encryption standards. Access points in computers using no encryptions are vulnerable to eavesdropping by an attacker armed with packet sniffer software. If the eavesdropper has the ability to change his MAC address, then he can potentially join the network by spoofing as an authorized address. WEP encryption can protect against casual snooping, but may also produce a misguided sense of security since freely available tools such as AirSnort can quickly recover WEP encryption keys. Once it is seen that 5 to 10 million encryption packets, AirSnort will determine the password in under a second. The newer Wi-Fi protected access to WPA in, in IEEE 802.11i WPA2 encryption standards do not have the serious weaknesses of WEP encryption, but require stronger passphrases for full security. Recreational exploration of other people's access points has become known as port driving and leaving, leaving a graffiti describing available services or rock hawking or rock hawking. These activities may be illegal in certain jurisdictions, but existing legislation and case law is, under, is often unclear. However, it is also common to, for people to unintentionally use wifi, others' Wi-Fi networks without explicit authorization. Operating systems such as Windows XP Service Pack 2 and Mac OS X can automatically connect to an available wireless network depending on the network configuration. A user who happens to start up a laptop in the vicinity, vicinity of an access point may find the computer has joined a network without a visible indication. Moreover, a user intending to join one network may instead end up on another one if, the la if later the strict signal is stronger. In combination with automatic discovery of other networks, this could possibly lead to wireless users to send sensitive data to the wrong destination. In Singapore, using another person's Wi-Fi network is illegal under a Computer Misuse Act. A 17-year-old has been arrested for simply tapping into his neighbor's Wi-Fi network and faces up to three years of imprisonment and a fine. Let's talk about Wi-Fi versus amateur radio. In the U.S., Canada, and Australia, a portion of the 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi radio spectrum is, all, is allocated to amateur radio users. In the U.S., FCC Part 15 rules government non-licensed operators, i.e. most Wi-Fi equipment users, under Part 15, non-licensed users must accept, i.e. endure interface interference with licensed users and, cause and not cause harmful interference to licensed users. Amateur radio operators are licensed users. 
and retain what FCC terms primary status on the band. Under a distinct set of rules, Part 97. Under Part 97, licensed amateur operators may construct their own equipment and use very high gain antennas and boost out power, output power to 100 watts on frequencies covered by Wi-Fi channels 2 through 6. However, Part 97 rules mandate using only the minimum power necessary for communications, forbidding obscuring data and requiring station identification every 10 minutes. Therefore, output power is controlled. Output power control is required to meet regulations and transmission of any encrypted data, for example, HTTPS, is questionable. In practice, microwave power amplifiers are expensive. On the other hand, the short wavelength at 2.4 gigahertz allows for simple construction of very high-gain directional antennas. Although Part 15 rules and forbids against any mods or modifications of commercially constructed systems, amateur radio operators may modify commercial systems for optimized construction for long links, for example, using only 200 milliwatt links and high-gain directional antennas. A, a very narrow beam may be used to construct reliable links in minimum radio frequency inter interference to other users. I hope you enjoyed What is Wi-Fi Part 3. If you enjoyed this, if you have not checked out What is Wi-Fi Part 1, Part 2, and What is Bluetooth Part 1 and Part 2, go ahead and check those out now. Download them, put them on your MP3 player, play them on your computer. They're just wonderful shows that, that get you in the loop of technology. So you, you, you won't want to miss that. And plus, Tech Radio Breaking News is coming up next. So you want to stay right here on Tech Radio. Enjoy your day.